I want you to be with me. We can exhale oxygen. We can explode like hydrogen. Just be my fluid like mercury. All right. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Worst Song Ever. Podcast that uh, eats cheese with its toes. And you can't quite decide if that's either gross, brilliant, or honestly, it's a little bit of both. I'm your host. I love the looks on your faces. I'm your host, Jason. That was last week's lightning round. Honestly, Mike, that song was so terrible. I honestly wish that we would have actively dedicated it to one another um, based off of our historic intense love for each other. I'm surprised I that we didn't. Thinking back on it, I remember not a whole lot about the song. Uh, I did it very quickly. Uh, I knew it wasn't good at the time, which I think is a weird let's just say hallmark of success for this podcast. And, but I think the thing that struck me as you were just recapping it about a dedication was, I don't think I've ever dedicated a song to anybody ever. Um, well, I guess you've never been dared in, in like a Chili's uh, <laughs> to, to dedicate a song at karaoke to someone before and their whole, their whole party gets up and leaves. That sounds like a true story. Uh, that sounds like something that Mike dared me to do about a decade and a half ago. <laughs> and that went really poorly. Yeah, well, that happens when you go to Chili's. It wasn't It wasn't a Chili's. It was definitely a chain restaurant of some it was, sort. It was, I, I believe it was called Old Chicago Pizza. The important thing is that it really made everybody uncomfortable, including Stacy. Including girl, me. The girl you dedicated it to. Well, she was the only one paying attention, and... Uh, it was I had to dedicate it to someone who pay, was paying attention, and she was obviously sitting with her significant other. Oh yeah, yeah. And that, uh, he, he was pleased, so. threatened by by all of my good looks, my all right. uh, boyish charm. Okay, so um, here's the thing: I was thinking about that, how we should have dedicated that to. Uh, it got me thinking about it's raining men, <laughs> and well, really, what doesn't if we can dedicate. <laughs> If we could somehow get that level of emotion, that overflowing emotions dedicated to each other in one of our songs, I think that that is success. Side note, I want to follow Paul Schaefer really badly on Twitter because I think he's brilliant. I, I, I can get behind that. I think we should. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally I'm totally for following Paul Schaefer on Twitter. He's uh, I was I was looking at his Twitter. He's pretty active. He's got a show on like Axis TV or something where he plays music with um, different people, including like one of the guys from Spinal Tap was the most recent one that I saw. Maybe we can get him. You know, he's trying to promote his show or something. We just loop him in. You know, he gets this audience. I was going to say, I don't know if you (laughs) know much about marketing, but usually you want to go to a partner that's bigger (laughs) or offers a something that you don't have a reach that you don't have. We, well, we are certainly have larger. something that he doesn't <laughs> yeah, have. Right. A pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> that cup of Everybody starts somewhere. <laughs> and then you end somewhere. Started um, from the bottom, now we're here. So, so I am uh, I'm your host, Jason. Uh, I am the bullshitter who keeps this rodeo slightly off track, uh, I, I think. Uh, we have Mike, the glorious one-man band. Within a useless encyclopedia, of, uh, an encyclopedia of useless facts, accurate? Yeah, I'm pretty good at trivia pursuit. If that's what you're going. And uh, my other life mate in this world, Jeremy, he actually owns an encyclopedia, from what I understand. Uh, yes, somewhere. And <laughs> as lightning strikes 
of uh, of just gloriousness and, and a little bit of glitter. Well, Accurate. you know, you have to you have to glitter every day, otherwise it just loses its impact. I mean, really, it, it it gets everywhere, and once you glitter once, you pretty much glitter every day. Yeah, that's what she said. Let's just move on to the next part of yes. the show. <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, one of the things I was kind of curious, we didn't touch on last uh, last time around. I, I do think it's important just to get an idea of our strengths. Jeremy, musically speaking, uh, knowledge-base-wise, love-wise, do you have a music strength that you want to bring to this in particular? Uh, No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think I, that makes you a perfect for us. Yeah, <laughs> it's been like, our, listen, it's the best interview question and answer ever. Yeah, it's like, what do I bring to the table? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. I, I think that's what this thing was missing. Yeah, absolutely nothing. <laughs> I mean, a large dose of it, though. A large dose of it. No. <laughs> you know me. All right. So I spent a lot of this week editing. Our, our songs uh, and podcasts and and as a result playing them back for my family watching their reactions have you played any of these for your family mike oh my gosh no <laughs> watching their reactions was really great my daughter 10 who's who's one and a half by the way uh tended to love crossroads and the cooking song the most the the, the hard-boiled eggs part really is i mean say what you will about it it's pretty catchy <laughs> I, it's it's stupid, but it's catchy. I think the thing that was interesting was uh, my mom was here last weekend, and we were talking about when you look up recipes online and how it ends up being a blog, and you have to read through somebody's life history before you get to, like she brought this whole thing up herself, and I was like, I feel like we've we've hit a chord <laughs> with the world here. And mom, don't ever listen to my podcast. <laughs> so. Yeah, good rule of thumb. I saw an instant pot today at the store and really thought about picking one up. <laughs> see if I can make eggs. All right. Have you guys had any uh, inspirations, good or bad, this week? I watched uh, Rick Vietto. is he's a music producer, and he has this he has this whole series called "What Makes This Song Great." And I've watched a bunch of them, and I ended up watching the one for Tool, uh, Schism. And Schism is just to me is an amazing song. Watching him break this thing down, I was like, "Wow, I am the furthest thing from anybody that could ever play a song from Tool." Because it has more than 50 meter changes. It's like got these weird, you know, harmonic minors. It's, it's doing all sorts of just amazing things musically. And it sounds amazing. Like you don't even think about how complicated that song is as you're listening to it. You just enjoy it because it's great music. And then uh, he breaks the whole thing down and it was, I really enjoyed it. That was probably like my positive inspiration of, of music for the week. I think my, I don't want to say less, I don't want to say like terrible music influence, but like I had a guilty pleasure, I would say. I was riding in the car and Rock Set came on, and I listened to Joyride. The- no, Rock Set, uh, the the Swedish rock band. Yeah, um, from the eighties, from the late eighties, early nineties. But uh, they're probably best known for "Must Have Been Love" from the Pretty One soundtrack. Uh, but uh, the Joyride came on, and if you don't know the song Joyride, it's it's got a whistling melody. It's yeah. it's just corny as hell, and. It's very of its time. Yeah, yeah I, I, I enjoyed it immensely. And I, 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 I thought this is the type of song that I strive to create on this podcast. Only like, I probably won't do as good a job even as they did. Well, A, we're time boxing it. But B, did you take any inspiration? Did you think, I mean, I haven't heard this song uh, yet. So maybe I'll look it up as soon as we're done. But did you think to yourself, man, I, maybe we do a whistling melody? 
I, I definitely have thought about whistling melodies. Um, they're hard to How get good to are you sound at whistling? good. I, I, I whistle all the time. Um, I get yelled at constantly about <laughs> my spouse and my child about whistling. But whistling and making it sound good on a microphone are actually pretty, it's pretty difficult to do because you basically get a bunch of breathy sounds. So it doesn't mean I won't Is try it. Is a microphone problem? It's it's a little bit of a microphone problem. It's a little bit of just the way you record. It's, it's a breath problem. You have to have like the right kind of stoppers in front of the microphones and stuff. Which I mean, you know, I I have this stuff if I try hard enough. I just I have I have not tried to record a whistling song in probably more than a, definitely more than a decade. I would say like fifteen or twenty years. So you did try at one point. How oh, yeah. did that one turn out? I didn't like the sound of it at all, and I took it out of the song. Jeremy, are you a whistler? Uh, I am not. I'd like to be. <laughs> so like, I, uh, all of your answers this week are going to be like, nope, nope, <laughs> not even close. So try it. again. Yeah. <laughs> try again is going to be your longest thing. Yeah. We need to teach you about asking open-end questions, Jason. That way you get yeah. more out of him than yes and no. Yeah. <laughs> Never ask a question uh, you don't know the answer to. Well, spoken like a true lawyer. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also, if you're answering a question, just answer the question you wish they asked. Yes. Yeah. Ask the question with a question. There are a lot of strategies here that we can employ. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is a strategy we want to employ. Embarrassing moments of the week. Did you happen to have any? I had one. I don't know if this comes into any songs or not, but, you know, just general terribleness. I was listening to a podcast where they were interviewing Monica Lewinsky. And she was talking about some of the transgressions that it was the only part of the podcast where she was talking about the acts that were being performed. I was in the break room having my lunch and I pulled my earbuds out to stop having my lunch. And normally that stops the, the, the audio, but it was not the case. And I was in a room full of women and it was, she's sitting there talking about BJ's and I'm just, trying desperately to get my phone to shut the hell up. <laughs> One of those things where if there was a window, I'd have thrown it through the window to get it. It's like, I swear that wasn't my phone. <laughs> I don't know if embarrassing moments or something we want to throw on this list, but uh, that that was one of my moments this week. I think to, to be embarrassed, you have to have shame. I do when I'm trying to be professional. This is not necessarily one of those. I'm willing to admit that to all three listeners, you, me, and Jeremy. Um, (laughs) Hey, if you're that fourth listener, (laughs) don't be afraid to tweet us at Worst Song Pod. (laughs) Who's now following Paul Schaefer. Yeah, yeah. but we're on the Twitters. We'd love to hear from you. Like, you don't even have to listen. Yeah, You really don't have to tell us if we're good or bad. You can just say, yo. We kind of expect you to hate it, so if you don't hate it, let us know. Because I think we're just going to assume silence is is either massive indifference or you really don't like it. If you hate it, give it five star reviews. <laughs> yes, like, subscribe, and download. All right. So, uh, <laughs> topic this week. So we have a list of dozens of topics, and sometimes I just skim through them and I pull something out that sounds mildly interesting for the day. Sometimes we come up with a brand new one, even though that we have a giant list. Uh, you can tweet us a topic and we'll try and work it in uh, if you're a listener and a human. Actually, even if you're a bot and you give us a topic, I'll probably work with it. Let's be real. We're song pod. That actually, would that, uh, that actually be more interesting yeah, yeah. if you were a bot and you tweeted us? Yeah, really. We, we're, we are so not picky at this point. So I think... Hold on. 
there's a bunch of questions in here that I want you to get to in the question section that would that we didn't get to yet. Uh, but I, was I? I just was throwing random questions. I, I, I think you should ask at least really two of them. Uh, I just saw them <laughs> pop up. Uh, where was I at? I was at oh the the topic. So uh, one of my favorite songs, and this is this is a true story. Like one of my, like, I really like the Rolling Stones. There's, I think the Rolling Stones have, I would say, you know, eighteen to twenty songs that I think are just incredible, and they have a whole lot of junk. But when you have a catalog that's that large, I don't think that's that surprising. But how many albums do they have? I, I have no idea. I mean, if it's okay. less than twenty-five, I'd be shocked. And plus, when you count repackages and and greatest hits and live shows and stuff, I mean, it's it's probably north of fifty. I would say for sure. But the sympathy for the devil is to me is one of the, one of my favorite songs from them. I think there's there's three or four that are in these like way upper echelon, and sympathy for the devil is one of them. And there's two things I really like about it. One is it's a story song, which I usually like story songs. Two, it's a history. It's got a history drive, which is also great. Three, which I realize is more than two because I can't count before I prepare my statements, is that there's a <laughs> there's a background part where the where the background vocalist is going woo 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 woo. He does it. I mean, for like basically the entire song. It's after after the first half verse. I think it joins. And if we get somebody to do a background woo woo, can you know, I know how you like to loop, but can we just get Jeremy to woo woo the whole time without looping him? Oh, like yeah. Every time that you replay it, you, we have to record, re-record <laughs> Jeremy. Well, so so what's interesting about that is uh, a friend of mine growing up when we were we were playing music all the time, and we'd always joke that, you know, if you messed up the second to the last one, you had to retake the entire song because you know, this wasn't a thing that you edited that way at that time. This was done basically live. I mean, you could maybe slice and dice it, but you had mm-hmm. eight tracks on one reel. It wasn't like you had separate reels that you could cut and splice and all this. So it was just, it was a different art then. And I, I really appreciated that for something as simple as a background vocal. And it's just, I mean, it's just a great song. It's got some great guitar licks. It's, uh, and anyway, the point is I'm going to make a song with nothing like that because I'm not nearly that good. Except for the woo woos from Jeremy. Well, I just want to say two things. Um, a, I didn't know that uh, that was a song by the Rolling Stones. And B, <laughs> and B, That's I just listened to it and I recognized the song, but didn't know that was the title. So I have learned something tonight. <laughs> it's. I think that was on the like top one hundred songs of all time. I'm sure it was, but uh, yeah, but it's not I mean, Drake. I mean. <laughs> I love I love everything about that. <laughs> hey, uh, Jason. so did you actually say did you actually say the to- our topic? Because I don't believe you. Oh, I don't believe I did. I, yeah, I, I just wanted to interject. I think the idea was was having strong emotional connection to a deity like less powerful than the devil. Sympathy for a lower deity. Yeah. Well, I, I sympathy I think is pretty constraining. Uh, okay. I was thinking like, what if you were like in love with? What are if you were indifferent to? Yeah. What if what what if you were infatuated to a lower deity? Infatuated <laughs> with the person who uh, removes the wet floor signs, and so you trip. You know, which leads to the obvious question, Jeremy: What are lower deities than the devil? <laughs> do you my... have <laughs> Do you have a catalog list? I'm sure I can find one or make one up. I I want you to make one up. Well, I'm sure there's like the, uh, you know, the, uh, the God of like used car lots. Um, you know, that's who the salesmen pray to whenever a little lady drives on the lemon Lord. Yeah. The the guy who sells. There you go. All right. Next one. (laughs) Uh, I want I want rapid fire. Come on. Rapid fire. 
the guy the the deity who loses one of your socks? Oh, the one that steals them out of the dryer. Yeah, that's why you can never have a pair. Are we allowed to say butthole spiders on this podcast? Well, you just did. <laughs> I maybe watched The Good Place too much. Uh, Is there a god of butthole spiders, or are they oh, their own the, thing? On The Good Place? Whichever. <laughs> no, it's not really a god. It's more of a torture method. Oh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, did you have any more lower deities you wanted to discuss? <laughs> uh, well, you know. Yeah, like how official do you care about them being? Like, Nearly we, not we, at all. Yeah, like I'm sure the Pope could tell us plenty, but uh, he's a little hard to get, hard to reach at this time of night. I mean, if he's in Rome, it's almost five a.m. Uh, yeah. uh, hey, did you have a dream about who the blowfish this week? <laughs> <laughs> no, just just the blowfish. You know, they started out as an REM cover band, and that baffles my mind. That sounds like a lie. I, I actually, yeah. I'm quite, I'm nearly certain it's true. And REM started like a cover band for Green Day. No, I was. It would have been really funny though if REM started as a cover band for Green Blowfish. The did. space time continuum, man, it all yeah. loops back around. It's crazy, dude. Which I think the theme of uh, all of our podcasts is time is merely a construct. It is though. Exactly. So one of the things that you wanted me to circle back around to is I, I, I don't know if this is something I, I hadn't even brought this up to you guys. I just, you know, randomly type in the documents throughout the week whenever things uh, uh, cross my mind is do we want to ask each other random questions? Uh, Mike seemed interested. Well, you just did. I fully well. support this. <laughs> so <laughs> do you want to pick said questions that I have on this list or should no. I just? No, that, I want you to just ask them. The one yeah. I got the most excited about today was who would play you in a movie? Um, and Jonah I Hill. Like, I like this answer. <laughs> he's onto something there. Yeah. Actually, I like that one a lot for you. He's funny. He's a dynamic actor. He can do anything. Yeah. Work with Scorsese. I personally, I picked, uh, I wanted to do one of those compilation ones where um, there are about four different actors who play you at different parts of your life. So I wanted a high school age Joseph Gordon-Levitt to play me during my high school years. Isn't that Joseph Gordon-Levitt at any age? Yes. Yeah, he doesn't age. Okay. He's like Jesus. <laughs> well, want, there, goes, there goes our one listener. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want Dwayne The Rock Johnson to play me now. I want Ellen DeGeneres to play me when I get older. And then I want Brad Pitt from The Portrait of Dorian Gray. Uh, wait, was it Dorian Gray? No. No, Benjamin Button. Uh, Benjamin Button. I want old man Benjamin Button, played by Brad Pitt, to play me as an old man. Um, Yay or nay. I personally like Dwayne Little Rock Johnson the best. I'd like to see him doing some method acting. I think that would be interesting. Like, that's probably my my favorite part of this is, is either The Rock or Ellen. This is a terrible question for people who don't know us on the internet, but maybe oh, this is yeah. how they get to know us. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, if you were going to ask who was going to play me, I was thinking like Jeff Bridges kind of just old and like not really taking care of himself. That was really where I was at. What about young and not taking care of himself? Also, a dude, accept- I mean, also acceptable. I could see you as the dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, I didn't have a good answer though. I'm not. <laughs> Like movies are not my thing a lot of times, so 
Yeah. Anyway, ask the next next question, please. <laughs> next. <laughs> so, without picking uh, look or feel, what scent? <laughs> I can't even get this out. So, <laughs> instead of looking like a million bucks or feeling like a million bucks, what other senses would you like to be <laughs> like a million bucks? I was not high when I thought of this question. FYI. So tasting Taste. like a million bucks. Yeah. Yep. Touch like a million bucks. Or <laughs> <laughs> smell like a million bucks. I I mean this there's other senses. There's like the sense of direction, stupid. sense of balance. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I have a sense of balance like a million. That's what I should balance like a million. I wonder if you could make a million. I was going to say, I was wondering if you had, if you had like a sense of, of balance, like a million dollars, could you turn that into monetization and have suddenly way more than a million dollars? Well, that's how you end up being that guy who uh, walks between like two buildings, right? Right. You make, a, yeah. you make a documentary about yourself because you're so badass, right? Yeah. Um, I would pick sense of direction like a million. <laughs> yeah, you're you're like a Never GPS when GPS goes down. Like what, yeah. I mean, like it's really the most useless of all of those. Even <laughs> I personally like taste like a million bucks, and my wife was like, "Because it wrong sounds with you? weird." So there are two things that I I mean I definitely thought about taste and smell first, and I was like, taste seems pretty fun because anybody who decides to lick you is going to enjoy it. Then I'm like, but the problem is that it's not that many people in the sample size of the world that actually decide to lick me. Um, which, you well, know, we could, then we it could, would grow once, once right. the word yeah, got, I mean, once the mouth, word got out. Just yeah. snowball. <laughs> right. But then I've got like people licking me, which I'm not sure is really what you want. Whereas I think smells where the superpower is. And there's two reasons for this. Uh, we'll see if I counted them correctly as I break on. Cause I keep, I keep <laughs> stating seven reasons. <laughs> yeah. There's a prime number algorithm that we'll figure out later for a real number of reasons. But the thing that I think is interesting about smell is smells connected to your memory. And so smell jogging old memories is something that's really powerful. It's actually something I tie and tap. I, I've tried to tap into more than once when I've been writing songs and it hasn't always worked well, but, smells are very much like they, they lock into your brain very quickly. And so if it's a great smell and somebody remembers something, I think they'll always think fond, fondly of you, which I do think is a nice power. So I would definitely pick smell. What's your sense of fashion? <laughs> oh, you could make so much money off of sense of fashion. Yeah. Sense of social responsibility. Yeah, there's, there's a whole bunch of things. Oh, that's no, nobody no, that, that for be, that. That'd just be boring. <laughs> this is the last question I'm going to ask because I wasn't going to ask any <laughs> more questions, but this leads into it. If we ever get ad money, which I doubt we ever will, how should we irresponsibly spend this money? Um, I think we should pay celebrities to read our ads. We we just this just becomes a vehicle for us to pay celebrities to <laughs> do stupid things. True I was, or false. I was thinking. I, I I like this idea in nearly all ways. Uh, first off, like this is this should stay in the positive idea box. Uh, I was thinking that we could take the money and get guests that could do different things with our music or upgrade our equipment so that all of us could participate in the music in some way. Um, I mean that just That's means more responsibility. Super responsibility. Yeah. 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 Well, super responsible. Sorry, I, you you just can't take the responsibility man out of me until I'm really really wrecked. I'm going to ride <laughs> your res- uh, that didn't start to come yeah, out right at all. Yeah. I yeah, ride your responsibility horse into the ground. That's where I was going, but that didn't work out. Jeremy, save it. 
Save it? No, no. You're you're riding this one all the way all the way home. <laughs> I hear I hear the brakes screeching to a halt. <laughs> all right. It's probably time to like get into the music. This is this is a long intro. Yeah. All right. So here we are. Uh this is time for us to go into the montage. Mike is our one man music man and uh piano man, guitar man, get fiddle, um, real fiddle. I feel like they're judging me because all these terrible songs are only me. I think we yeah, should. They would all be good if I was involved. Oh, is that the issue? <laughs> Except no. I have, I mean, other than my lack of musical skill or accomplishment whatsoever. Talent. I, I think you act like I have any accomplishment. All right. So Mike is our one man crew. Jeremy and I will shout out suggestions, both uh, vocally and through the internet. So here we are. It is now time to hear the montage. I've been thinking about not having the drums drop right away. Uh, I was I was just thinking about some differences that we could do because I feel like all of our songs are starting to sound the same. Do you guys usually pick a like genre, or do you just start noodling around we, until that you one. get something you like? That one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Don't judge me. I, I don't know what I'm doing either. It's cool. Who's that woman who's saying, I'm a bitch, I'm a lover? Natalie uh, Imbruglia? No. no. Natalie Imbruglia. Meredith Brooks. Yes. That's what that beat and that guitar sounds like to me. So far, my favorite part is you think it sounds like bitch from Meredith Brooks. <laughs> this is great. This is awesome. We should just reproduce uh, 90s hits. Yeah. I, this is probably something I'm better at than most other things you've asked me to do. <laughs> All right, so what about this song inspired you, Mike? I just think that myth- mythological creatures are really easy to write songs about if I've learned anything from Rush. Or Tenacious D. Or, or the D. So, Jeremy, you and I need to come up with dragons, maybe? Or maybe something that's not as cool as a dragon because it's a lower deity? Yeah. Like a working class dragon? Isn't that just a lizard? <laughs> just a lizard because all those lizards that have jobs like that's what we're talking about just punching the time clock nine to five okay so what does he do for the devil why do you care he's got share yeah it's it's really all about share he works as it he uh he's a part of a share cover band to entertain the devil like a jester there's no way Mike's going for this, but I like that idea too. I like the idea that the devil is only entertained by a share cover band. Does that include Sonny, or is it just you know after they split up? It's um, she she always had the talent anyway. Who had more yeah, talent, she, she, Sonny or Cher? Uh, well, Cher had the longer career. You know, she invented autotune. So did she? Yeah. So she's basically T Pain's grandma. All right, so uh, what's going on right now, Mike? I laid down some some rhythms, laid down some drums. I'm liking it a lot so far because I feel like it's dumb. So are we going for share at this point? Does this go with share, or uh, did Jeremy and I just say a bunch of things that don't I, matter? I. I think you should just have a whole montage part where we talk about share and then mention nothing about it ever again. Yeah, just part of it. <laughs> I really want to add a drop where like the, the drums <laughs> drop out and then they come back and everybody gets excited. 
but I'm going to do it in like the lamest section. We're going to see how it goes. No matter how it goes, I'm going to say could have been lamer. <laughs> could have been lamer is a good name for, for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shit, it's, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> I'm so proud of this right now. Okay. (laughs) It's so bad. Because it has no way. So far, our songs have not been bad enough. Well, you've got to reach new heights or Or depths. Lows. Depths, you know, to the appropriate metaphor. Yeah, Yeah, let's, let's let's not get carried away. The metal organ. That sounds pretty sweet. All right. I think we got a song structure. What I like about it is it's not good. <laughs> Which I think is, from what I remember, that's the goal. All right. We're, we're going to record the vocals. We're going we're to do this in, in four takes or less. Four takes. Four takes or less. Take one. All right. So what's the song about? Fuck that. We're just going to hit record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just freestyle. Lemon Man, That was the only thing I wrote down. Oh, we, I wrote down Lemon Lord and, and called it Lemon Man. That's even better. I don't think at any point we understand that the Lemon Man sells cars. <laughs> oh, a- it's a metaphor, though. Yeah. Is it? Close enough. He also really likes to sell Buicks. Yeah, you know, the Buick is American luxury. If you go with that part, that you throw in some organs right there, like church organs. You're talking about deities, and you throw a little bit of church in there. Like you got them in the background, but pull them, pull them up. It reminds me a lot of the Hold Steady. I think in part because they they have a lot of religious themes. You know what? F you lemon man. F you lemon man. What are you doing, lemon man? <laughs> <laughs> Man, you really turned on the lemon, man. Yeah, just on drop of a hat. All of a sudden, you're like, "Hey, I'm I'm on board with you," and then you're like, "F you, lemon, man." Uh, maybe we're going through our artsy period. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just all in the abstract, man. Like, <laughs> this is our white album right here. <laughs> <sighs> Why's it got to be a white album? Does this song need an ooh la la or sha na na? Yeah, I think we could do some vocal augmentation in a couple spots. I like a lot more of it more than I should. Have you thought about a montage? All right, welcome back from that awesome montage. I think that. Some people might call that a near religious experience. How do you uh, how do you guys feel about it? Well, I need a towel. <laughs> In nice. like a, a Douglas Adams sort of way, or uh, well, I never forget mine. So yes. Well, I beg to differ. By the way, you put that, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, the thing that really stood out to me was that I wrote down literally one word as the influence to the song and you wrote, wrote it down, down two words and get- <laughs> no i wrote it as <laughs> one word pushed them together 
I wrote down okay. one word. It was, did not have any spaces in it. And then as I tabbed over to the recording software, forgot what the word was and used it incorrectly. And that was the entire theme of the song. And the word was initially. Well, we, we talked about Lemon, Lemon Lord. Lord being a yeah. sub deity of the devil, the God of used car salesman. And, uh, I, for some reason thought of lemon man instead of lemon Lord. And so the song is, is pretty accurately titled lemon man. I would say, um, what I like about it is that the drums don't start right away. Uh, they start a little bit later, which is, uh, it, these things matter to me, not everybody else. Um, it's got some interesting keyboard parts that are played terribly. Uh, it's got a drop. I mean, for all you dubstep fans out there, you better you know lick your pacifier before it comes back because it's gonna it's gonna set in. If this is if this is a uh, a, a white water rafting, these are the, the, your drop is a uh, level one is basically is okay. Nobody is, here is uh, is one the is okay. one the highest or the one's lowest. The lowest. It's just golf or bowling. Five's the highest <laughs> low. <laughs> so, okay how about this how about this if we're skiing you're, you're, this is not a black diamond how about that yeah uh, one of those blue circles yeah what else you got yes <laughs> my god you people need to get out of the computer rooms from time to time hey there's a lot of things i know about that you don't know about like is it a slap pass or a slap shot or a snapper or a wrist shot or um, it's both a slap shot and a wrist shot, but those are different depending on what you're doing. Nice try, What's, hockey man. What else? No, you got? that was my scale of one to five. Oh, oh. See, I would What's, just say one to five. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Lawyer. I don't understand. If you could be a little bit more, I said one to five too, but you just didn't understand my scale. So nice try. See, you're not as clear as you think you are. That really got into it, a it's, weird. It's argument. not about. Yeah, it's not about who's right. No, I'm right. It's, it's about so, who to blame. Um, and I blame <laughs> yes. Jeremy. So. Yeah, I'm used to it. Do you think yeah. the song's missing some mandolin? Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Before you add some mandolin, I think we should throw to the song and then come back and talk about it. All right. All right. So enough talk. Let's debut our new war song. We're grabbing the silver ring, going for gold, and coming in dead last place. I give to you sympathy for a lower deity. Sometimes I need some sin. Sometimes I need something not quite as bad. Sometimes I just want to pray. got a suit. It doesn't fit quite right. He's got slick back hair. He'll beat up your kid to take his lunch money. He also really likes to sell Buicks. You're not good. 
sympathize with you. I want to rip off old ladies too. Welcome back from possibly our new worst song. I, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, in the pantheon, how do we think that ranks up there? I, I just think measuring the worst is so subjective and and difficult that. But I love putting you in that position. So. But I think you, you know, we could write literal essays about every one of these songs and about how. And I'm expecting fifteen hundred words by the morning. If you follow us on Twitter, we'll take five words. <laughs> just that was any that. five. This really sucks, yo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what is wrong with you? That's yeah. everything. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, song-wise, I, I, I feel like it was an earnest song. It was one of the first songs that you even brought this up that you and I weren't necessarily crying from laughter. Um, yeah. It didn't take. I mean, it, part of it was because it was such a quick. I mean, you did the lyrics in one take. I and did I, one take, Mike. One mic, one mic, mic take, 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 take mic, check, take. One life to live. One of us is having a stroke right now. You smell toast. (laughs) (laughs) I smell like a million bucks. (laughs) What does million dollar toast smell like? Uh, I think it's got avocado. I I don't understand science. So. Uh, all right. So, how did you, Jeremy? How'd you feel about uh, about the process? Uh, the, well, I mean, you know, Mike, one take, Mike, knock everything out. So, I mean, that's. I mean, were you remotely disappointed about the lack of share in dragons? Well, I'm always disappointed in the lack of share. I um, dragons. It depends on how long it's been since my D and D group met. You know, but. Uh, you know, I think you could take this and you could make something respectable out of it, and that's what I like about it. Um, that doesn't mean it's good, but uh, are you trying to be respectable? Because I mean, I, if so, I, should we kick him out of here, Mike? No, I, I like the. You could make something respectable about it, but it doesn't yeah, it, mean it's, it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's earnest. <laughs> you know, I, I, it's it's sincere in a way that uh, I, I. I mean, like you know, my pony, know. I'm genuine. <laughs> Right, right. Genuine. <laughs> Gen- never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. I just broke your brains. <laughs> well, I, I was trying to remember if I texted you guys. This probably is going to get cut. This is going to get cut out. I guarantee it. I texted somebody the other day. It was genuine, genuine, genuine 69. It was not me. <laughs> um, I just remembered that. Jeremy. No, I didn't remember that. Gen U69, I think, is hilarious. (laughs) You're not wrong. You're not wrong. (laughs) I don't know where to go from there. Well, I think uh, if I was you, I think I would talk about what's next, where we're going from here. Uh, Well, I I think, you know, there's there's some debate that this song needs some mandolin. We're not going to get there. There's some sadness that Cher and Dragons were not included, and Thinking back on the evening, 
probably should have been. So, you know, that's we're going to call that a miss on me. So I, I could I mean, have had a song about a used car salesman battling share and or dragons. Or and, and how I about this? Dropped the ball. Jeremy, you remember the uh, movie Godzilla and the Godzilla soundtrack from 1999. Is that correct? <laughs> Didn't that have the Wallflowers uh, uh, singing heroes covering David Bowie? Do you Bowie? know where this it is does. going, Jeremy? I know exactly where this is going. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Mike, do you remember the song Brain Stew? By Jeremy, Green do you Day. want to pick this up? Yeah. Uh, do you remember the, the Green Day song Brain Stew? Sure Dun don't. Dun it. Dun it. Yeah, well this uh this soundtrack has a remix of that song, uh the Godzilla edit. And so Which uh, is the which is the song um yeah, with Godzilla in it. It, it. The exact same song, but about every twenty seconds, they just randomly inserted sounds of Godzilla screaming. So instead of <laughs> instead of it just going da 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 da. So we can keep your song and randomly throw dragons, yeah, dragons screaming dragons. into the middle <laughs> yeah. of it, and well, only if somehow... the recorder from Live Dragons. Yeah, no, I've got a dragon. Yeah, guy. not no magic dragon. dragons. Just yeah. uh, right. <laughs> that's that's beneath us. Yeah, uh, I was wondering if next time we. Should we tackle the sequel? I think this is, you know, this character has been developed. We hate him. We appreciate him. We respect him. We're mad at him. He rips off grandmas. He beats up little kids for lunch money. He he wears an ill-fitting suit. Like we've 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 established a character here. Should we talk about a sequel? Uh, because I don't know how many songs you can think of that had sequels that are like actual sequels. I mean, um, Unforgiven 1 and Unforgiven 2. Unforgiven 2. 2. That, that was, that's those, the first place my head went. That was actually the first place my head went to, and I'm not a huge Metallica fan. Um, I, that's because people don't make sequels. No, that's yeah. not, well, I mean, there's another Brick in the Wall, Part 1, 2, and 3. Um, really? Yeah. Did not know that. I mean, would you consider all Led Zeppelin albums to be sequels? No, well, they are that's numbered. Just, that's just the order in which they came out. I would, I would not I consider that listen. sequels. Just because you put a number at the end, does that make it a sequel? Yes. <laughs> so wait, as a result, vis-a-vis, wait, wait, all hold on. Led Zeppelin I, is a sequel. I have a question for the Mr. Encyclopedia over there. Uh, is the Encyclopedia Book B the sequel to the Encyclopedia Book A? <laughs> yes. That, that's why That's why they're in that order. <laughs> Science. But alphabet ever, is my fourth favorite science. Did you ever think about how alphabetical order is arbitrary? Everything's arbitrary. arbitrary. If you think of it that way. It's like a construct, man. It's time, man. It's all how you perceive it. I perceive it sideways, and I, with I, dragons screaming. I mean, so if there's rattle. at least if there's at least twenty six volumes in an encyclopedia, twenty six sequels. And there might be more because sometimes I had to break up certain letters, if I recall, from my elementary school days. Hmm. What letter is the best? Like, because it's not Z. Like, you didn't build a great story and have a climax at Z. Oh, I've climaxed at Z. <laughs> That's, it was a challenge, but. Uh... That's so stupid. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> and we're back. Oh, I don't know if you cut that out. I probably should. 
No. I think we, I think a discussion of the encyclopedias and sequels is this is valid intellectual art. Uh, I, my point is, which book is the best of the encyclopedias? Uh, I definitely remember grabbing S and I believe H as my two favorites when I was in elementary school. And one was because S had sex in it and H had the human body, <laughs> which was like looking at porn, but you could uncover each of the systems inside of a person's body, like the respiratory system and the nervous system and the digestive system and the skeletal system. And then you put them all together and you're like, yeah, that's right. I mean, H has hell in it. And so I'm going to go H, I guess, if I have those two options. I mean, you can pick your own favorite letter. Maybe it's J. No, definitely not that one. <laughs> Sorry, that's my Jeremy answer. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> not at all. All right. It's it's probably time to wrap up here. Where are we? Uh... All right. So that's uh, our newest version of our worst song ever. Uh, I hope you guys had some uh, joy. Uh, anybody you want to shout out tonight, Jeremy? Um, Dame Edna and uh, uh, Eddie Izzard. Uh, yeah. they, they've been weighing on my mind a lot, and they know they know why I mention them. <laughs> I really, I, I wish that's true with all of my being, and I, 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 there's no way that you're going to tell me otherwise. Mike? Uh, I, have, I have no dedication to make. All right. Um, but can, can I, let's see, what do I yes. really want to say about this? I, 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 you know, we achieve a new terrible song every week. And in a way, I'm proud of that. In and our some, hearts. And sometimes I'm really happy with the idea of the song, but know that the execution was terrible. Sometimes the execution of the song is fine. The idea wasn't good. Sometimes everything's bad. Sometimes everything's okay. I think what I like to know is you, the listeners, all, all, all one of you that, that may or may not be human on Twitter, please tell us which worst song up to date is your, we'll say most qualified worst song as in the most terrible song and which one is your favorite worst song. It can be favorite for any reason you want. I like a running tally of that. Me personally, I, I wish we'd worked on it just a little bit longer. I think we can make it slightly more terrible. I think Dragons is going to make it even more worse in my heart, in my mind. Maybe is we'll Unforgiven too terrible? I barely remember it. Wasn't it on like Reloaded yeah. or something? Was it like an old lady or something? I I just remember it's uh, because you're Unforgiven too because it's like a pun. Yeah, I think that's that's where I got really that's where I got really mad at it was. They were like playing the T-W-O-T-O-O pun yeah. on a sequel. And I was yeah. like, that is brave. There are a few bands that can pull this off. They didn't. But there are a few bands that can pull tried. this off. What are the bands that could pull that off? I, I'm not sure. I just think it's, I think it's a tall order. And I think, I think Metallica missed. Yeah. But I'm also... Is there you an Unforgiven 3? of the swings that you don't take. So, you know, as said by Michael Scott. Is un- Unforgiven to... There is a three. No way. And that was off Saint Anger or something like that. Some album nobody listened to. It's called Death Magnetic in 2008. I maybe bought that album because I, I got it on clearance. I own too many Metallica albums. So now we're at the point where Unforgiven is a trilogy of songs. This is, this is an accomplishment. Mad respect to Metallica. I think they should do the Star Wars thing and do another three personally. 
Well, like, they could do it pre six, really. <laughs> what about prequels to to songs? Has yeah, that exactly. been done? I think okay, maybe maybe that maybe that's maybe that's where we go. We talk about how Sharon Dragons turned this dude into a used car salesman. A prequel. A yeah, prequel. exactly, exactly. A pre sequel. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, shout out to Paul Schaefer. Uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, having you on the pod. Uh, and your "It's Raining Men" is one of the greatest songs of all time. I'm just going to say it out loud. Shout out to the Baja Men. It's um, true. You know they want a Grammy for God's sakes. Jeez. I want to thank everybody for listening to our new worst song ever. Oh.